0: So no. can I get the volume up a bit, up. Christina, can, so I can hear them a little better, but uh, right, I do hear testing,
1: them. can you hear us? I think we're having that problem we'll on everyone. Up, it seems yeah, like they're yeah, having yeah. trouble hearing us. So. That's on our side, That's so. Right.
2: Just, just let them know that we're monitoring oh, it
3: on our end as best.
1: Can. Go it's gone now. It's okay. We're can. we trying like, the best we can to get it to you as it, loud it, as we like, can, I'm they, uh, to
3: look at the but it's so on our side for
2: sure. Is that still okay? For you, it's better. And for you it works. Was
1: well, yeah. the eye, is the eye angle okay if we're looking that. at it? Yeah, for me it's bad, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I look, I'm doing, I'm doing You just hit the camera, Sorry. Mike, you just hit the camera. Mike, you hit that one, one camera, can you stop it from yeah. swinging? Don't ever do that again. <laughs> It'll make the audience nauseous. Good,
2: good, good. Roll, roll. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. Office
2: hours season two, episode
1: ten, guest four. Dan Aykroyd take one. Three, two, one, welcome back to Office Hours. People ask me, how the hell do you get Dan Aykroyd on this show? And we've been blessed this episode with some pretty big names, but we saved the biggest for last, the incredible Dan Aykroyd. I'm not John Lovitz, I may look like John Lovitz, I'm definitely not as funny or talented as John Lovitz, but I sure feel like John Lovitz, having you here on Office Hours. Thanks for joining us, Dan.
0: Well, you'd be living up to a great comic talent there. He's, uh, he's one of the best. Uh, always loved John, and his work uh, was fantastic when he does The Devil or The Actor. <laughs> and we don't see him enough in movies. He's, he's one of my favorite people.
1: Well, it takes one to know one, and he thinks the same as you as well. And I have this beautiful bottle in front of me, so I had to have you on the show because I love people who are multi-talented, people that not only have a talent on the stage but off the stage, You know, really have an attention to detail. And when we look at the different components of this unbelievable crystal head vodka, it's a lot more than its own beautiful appearance, unique appearance. There's a lot that goes into the vodka. It obviously took a passion uh, that you have for comedy and for performing. What type of passion does it take? And explain what's actually in this crystal head.
0: Sure, sure. Well, you're, you're right on. Uh, you know, uh, with my partners and collaborators over the years, I have delivered, I think I can say, triple A quality television, radio, records, music, uh, entertainment, movies. So if I were gonna go into the uh, alcohol uh, beverage industry, I would have to keep up to the same standards. So what we've done with this bottle is, I believe in blue, uh, we, we've improved the quality of, 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 of the, the concept of vodka by not putting any additives in it. So, what we've done is we've taken the purest Newfoundland uh, water and we use that as our base and we have uh, Chatham, Ontario, uh, Creek peaches and cream corn for our, uh, our, uh, clear iteration. We have, uh, wheat, sunset wheat from England for our, uh, Aurora iteration. And we have blue Weber agave plant for our onyx now there's never been an an agave based vodka because that's what they make tequila out of but they've never done a vodka installation until we have so we take these expressions we add no glyceride that is no glycerin that is no glycol that is not uh anything to do with antifreeze we don't put that in there because glycol glycerin glycol that's a cousin to antifreeze any bartender in the world is gonna tell you he doesn't want antifreeze in that bottle. Now they don't put enough to, to, to kill people in some of these other beverages, but if you have the choice of getting a vodka without glycerin, I think you're gonna choose that. The other thing we do, we don't put lemonine in there. Lemonine is a caustic substance, it's citrus oils. They put it in there in many beverages to hide the taste of the alcohol or to mask the smell of the alcohol. We don't put lemonine, lemonine in there. We're proud of our beverage. And we don't put uh we put any sugar, no added sugar to the uh to the, the beverage. So what you have is the purest vodka on the planet, no glycerin, no sugar, and no lemonine. We've won awards everywhere. People love our purity, and vodka bartenders love us because we're the clean slant. Uh we're the 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 blank canvas in which to pour all the mixes that they do today. You're gonna to be adding Negroni. You're going to be adding Fernet Branca. You're going to be adding uh, Red Bull. All kinds of stuff. And so, why not do it with a vodka that's basically a, a hole? It's a big bowl in which you pour your mixes. So that's what we do with Crystal Head: pure Newfoundland water, no additives at all. We're in 78 countries. We win awards everywhere, and we are—I am proud to say—a Canadian-made
3: vodka. <laughs> <laughs> You you know, hearing all of these uh, different mixes, Dan, that you could put in the vodka, oftentimes I get asked, you know, what would you do if you lost everything? And I tell the story that I would go into a bar and I would order a very peculiar drink. And I always, and I would, I would just say to the bartender, hey, do you have a shank dilly? And uh, (laughs) that's a nickname of mine that I self-made up. And they would say to me, like, what's in a shank dilly? And I would have um, you know, I, I like to have a, a vodka and throw some pineapple in there. And I would tell them a very peculiar way, and it's always served in a plastic cup. It's always Can key. I put Meltzer Seltzer uh, in there? And Meltzer Seltzer, <laughs> we, created, we crafted Meltzer Seltzer in, in the same vein. So the question, Dan, what would be your signature drink? What would you do as a drink? And, and, you know, I saw a little bit beforehand that you may have a drink already in mind. So what would be the signature Dan Aykroyd drink?
0: Well, with the vodka, I prefer just a straight uh, 1954 uh, Long Island Railroad bar car martini. In 1954, (laughs) you're a Madison Avenue executive, you're traveling into Wall Street or to Madison Avenue, uh, and you have your New York Times or your Wall Street Journal folded into a single column. And at that time in history, between the 50s and just recently, I think two years ago, you could order from a white-gloved steward a Barcar Martini right there on your way to work. And so I like the Long Island Barcar bar Martini, that's two and a half ounces of Crystal Head with a twist of olive uh, shaken with ice chips and nothing else in it. And you know, that's a that's a great drink to go to work. Now I'm, I'm drinking an Espresso Martini right here made with our uh, corn iteration and that's magnificent as well. Because with Crystal Head, you can add all this stuff in, all these additives, but you're still gonna get the crystal head vodka creeping over the top of it all because we don't mask the alcohol smell or taste with lemonine or glyceride. We're making cocktails here. You'll
1: wanna taste the alcohol. I love it. I love want it. my I want mine filthy. <laughs> that was just personal choice. Probably you can make the Meltzer Seltzer with. Let, let, let's get the, the question from the only one here that's been sober his whole life.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't drink, so I have no clue what you're talking about, sidecar martinis. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do marketing, and I love marketing. I love capturing, like, the, the, uh, the people, what do they want. And I look at this, like, this bottle, and I think, you know, you've done an amazing job here. Um, so, And one of my favorite quotes, and I use this quote at work all the time, is uh, I make parts for the American working man because that's who I am, and that's who I care about. You know, I use that all the time, and that's a famous line for a very famous actor that I know, uh, that I've seen in a lot of different movies. Um, but what, why, what, what do you care about in this, in this uh, product that you're pushing? Like, what made you think, you know, I want to go into this, this realm out of acting? What, You know, all your other things you've been a part of.
0: Well, uh, I kind of backed into this uh, with J.P. Dejoria, one of the greatest enpre- entrepreneurs in history. He, uh as the uh, Paul Mitchell hair systems and uh, Patron tequila. Together we brought Patron into Canada. Canada only had two brands of tequila, uh, like 14 years ago. And uh, I wanted a superior uh, margarita on my dock, basically in the summer at the lake. <laughs> so I asked JP, can I bring Patron into Canada to my local little government liquor store? He said, well, you have to bring it to the whole country. So. JP and I, uh, he, granted, he granted me the uh, um, importing license for Patron, and I started to learn about the beverage alcohol industry. We grew Patron into the number one luxury brand in Canada. Now, uh, consumers uh, have what Americans had for many years in Canada—they can have a big tequila with Patron to make their uh, make their. Uh, uh, dockside margaritas. So I learned about the business and I started to research vodka and found out that they put all these ad vodka and I opened up all of the vodkas. And they all smelled like thing. They smelled like perfume. Uh had a kind of an acidic taste to them. So I said, let's try doing a vodka. Let's try to clean the category up. I wasn't a vodka drinker, but I thought I can get a better product than this. Let's start with really good water. And let's not put anything in it. Let's try it with no additives, no glyceride, no sugar, no lemonine. And so, that passion of trying to do a vodka, we came up with the idea of the skull to sell the concept uh, of uh, purity because it's based on the legend of the crystal skulls. Enlightened drinking, thinking uh, the crystal heads were uh, inspirational to many, and legend to many uh, indigenous uh, peoples: the, uh, the uh, Maya, the Aztec. The, the Anastasia and had these crystal heads. What a message about purity that we can do in this bottle. Now, you you hit it, that quote, I, I, that's what I am. I make those auto parts. I make this, <laughs> vod- I believe in my story, I really do. And you have to believe when you're doing a product, you gotta believe in your own story. I believe you do. In my own stores, I helped create it. And this is a vodka from Creative Spirits for Creative Spirits. The bottle was created by John Alexander. You can uh, search engine him. Uh, he's a spectacular artist and sculptor and painter, portraitist, one of my best friends. Uh, we met when uh, a, a girlfriend uh, that I had dumped me for him. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's not part of the back in the 70s. Um, but, but he's the artist behind the bottle, and marrying my concept of a pure spirit with his bottle, we have this success today in 78 countries. With over 25 million bottles sold to date, I think.
2: Wow. It's eye-catching for sure.
1: One, one question I have for you, Dan, is you're such an extraordinary businessman, but then you're also a wonderful actor. And I was wondering, for all the people who, are, who have a talent and then they use the money to go into business, what are some advice you have for them?
0: Well, thank you for saying I'm a wonderful actor. I certainly was a most fortunate working actor. Uh, and I thank my collaborators for that. Um, I would say the biggest piece of advice that I would have is, first of all, you have, to, you have to have quality. You have to have a quality product that people are going to come back to. It can't just be a gimmick. That's why with the skull, at the beginning, people were saying, oh, it's the package, it's the package. But it really isn't. It's the fluid in the bottle. So you've got to have that AAA quality that's going to have your consumer coming back. And then as far as your organization, you've got to choose the right people to work with, people who are smart, supportive, and who are not going to denigrate the organization with personality problems. Now, I had to let go of a person very early in the business. I kept this person on too long. But they were, uh, they were causing rancor. They were causing dissonance. And um, in fact, one of the quotes from this person was he's speaking about our merchandising uh, executive. He said, I'm going to make her life miserable. When I heard that, That was my decision to terminate this person at great cost. Get the bad apples out early, or you're gonna run into trouble.
1: That's good, thank you. So many takeaways uh, for us. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Terry. What's your biggest takeaway from Dan's success? Actually, I love that last comment there about getting the bad apples out early, because I feel like sometimes I'll, I'll wait and try to like be friends with someone way too long. And it's like, no, this is a business. You got oh, to
0: so <laughs> so work right? on you, you, that. You hit it right on. You, you, we're, we're compassionate. We care because we're the type of people who want, we want to bring love, receive love, give love. And so you, even, even, you know, it's, it's, the, it's that warning. So I warn you once, I warn you twice, I warn you three times, I warn you five times. After the fifth warning, it's, I've given you enough love, it's time to go. <laughs>
1: I've given you enough so, love. Uh,
0: you know, that's, that's really uh, a key thing for, for people, anybody in leadership, is to, to recognize the people who are really going to support you and help you and not denigrate you. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't dismiss criticism and uh, dismiss people who are going to... Uh, move you along by uh, by pointing out your inf- imperfections. Those are good people to have around. But anybody not giving you love and who's creating negative energy, life's too short. And enterprises
1: are too valuable to put people like that. I love that.
2: Jace. Yeah, so my takeaway, um, you know, you, you, you are with these people that are super successful. And I think, you know, you clearly stated, like, the thing that I see with these people is, They take their their craft very, very seriously. I mean, I'm I'm on here, I'm on here with Dan Aykroyd, and I can think of all the amazing movies that you've been in, and you talk about this product as if it's your thing. Like the 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 way in which it's made, the way like everything you thought through on how to create it, like you just put that passion that you probably had and still have in acting into this new product. And I think that's just a a thing of of successful people. They put passion in the things that they're doing. So thanks for that. Because they believe in their
0: product, because they've got a great product to sell. This is wonderful. I'm selling a no additive vodka. It's never been done before. And the, the where it's made, Newfoundland, Canada, I don't know if any of you have ever been there, but they speak Only with the a Irish off accent. It, Only Wim Hof. So, the so it's so even cold. A man will hold a man's hand. And, that, and they're not in their iPads, or they're not in their, their phones. And there's a love there. And that love, I have that feeling that that love goes into making this vodka. It goes into making this vodka, The love of the people of Newfoundland and my people on the line at the government distillery where we make it, one of the last state-owned stills in the world with complete uh, hygienic impeccability uh, is is just full of love. Now, if you look at some of the other vodkas that come out of the Balkans or Baltics, well, some of those stills are like, they're rusty bathtubs, I'm sorry to say. I don't name names, never have. I don't slag other brands. There's room enough for all of us. But Crystal Head stands out there for pure water, no additives, superior manufacture by a government facility. It's made by the government of Newfoundland and Labrador Liquor distiller, Distillery Corporation. And so your, your policing on it is uh, really, really strong from a hygienic point of view. It's also kosher. Our, uh, our corn is kosher. Uh, the wheat, of course, is not. I'm not sure about... Tequila, yeah, I think it's kosher. So it's all approved, parva approved. The rabbi uh, blesses it. And uh, so <laughs> it's good for, uh, for the corn. Our original is good for satyrs and everything, anything else
3: where you S- want to S- toast.
1: Shabbat, S- the, the S- se- <laughs> Christian tradition. And you got this, the kosher dill over
3: there. That, <laughs> what's your takeaway, Say? I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing yeah. to, um, you know, it's like when the chef comes out. Right yeah, uh, yeah. out of the kitchen, and it's so amazing to hear the passion behind the brand. Always have been a big fan of Crystal Head, um, but you know what? This conversation actually makes it taste better, right? Because you—it's just like the food. Like now you have an idea of the passion behind it, um, the drive. It's you, th- you know every other vodka you drink—it's just some brand that's making it, and they just made it somewhere, and you drink it at the bar. This is completely different after this conversation. So thank you, Dan, for sharing uh, your passion and your vision for, for what sure, you have. Sure, sure. Look, look.
0: There's a lot of really there's a lot of good vodkas out there with people that care. A lot of these craft uh, regional vodkas, and they really do care about it. But when you get into these mass manufactured ones, sometimes it slips a little. Um, and um, so we're just we're just happy that people are responding to our our pure message.
1: And you know, lastly, my takeaway is a little bit broader. Um, I'm blessed to be around extraordinary individuals, like all three of you and Dan Aykroyd, but the humility, that that was the takeaway. I'm always so excited to meet one of my childhood heroes, Mm. right, someone that I've, you know, there's something about old school television and you get a comfort level, uh, and you know, I I joke around with the digital brands that we built, you know, I feel like a housewife, you know, people just come up to you and they feel like they know your kids, they know, and you're like, I don't know who the hell you are, But to carry the humility through an extraordinary, successful lifetime, and I mean this, is the lesson to take away that you're never big enough not to be humble. Um, And you are an icon, but yet one of the most radically humble people, of never stepping on anyone, always lifting up everyone. From the very first comment of John Lovitz to even his competition, he's elevating others all the time, which I believe is why he's so elevated in his life. I appreciate you, and my takeaway is to live with humility, uh, as well as being more interested than interesting. You are a detailed freak, which I love about you. <laughs> yes, <life>. yes. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, you know, life's too short. Let's—we are here to give and receive love, and and come on, let's let you know. People walk up to me, they ask my autograph, they want a picture or something. Ninety-eight percent of the time, you know, unless it's, I'm rushing to a plane or rushing, or you know, I have family with me. And, restaurant I, I of course I'm gonna give that person that special moment this may be the only time I meet her or him or she meets me and then I like to find out what they're doing where they're coming from where their kids are what schools they went to I, I will engage in a, in a Bill Murray type conversation he's famous for that <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll start with someone at a gas station who will be pumping the, the gas and 30 minutes later he's still talking with the person so I love his interest people, and I I do that a lot myself. I love that. I want to just say, before uh, we conclude here, why can't uh, autocrats uh, and why can't countries like Russia and China let capitalism conquer other places? That's happened here in Canada. We let America come in here with television networks, Starbucks, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, America effectively economically conquered Canada, but we both benefit from it because there's capitalism there. There's jobs being created. In, in Putin's case, why couldn't he have just embraced the Ukraine in that way? You know, given them breaks on gas, gone and, and gone in and, and, and embraced them economically and exploited them economically. Why not? You want to conquer a place? Go in there, flood it with brands, flood it with money, flood it with jobs that you're supporting and have trade flowing back and forth. It's ridiculous in this day and age here today, where we are standing today, that there should be a war when there could be so much commerce, capitalism, the creation of jobs and wealth.
1: We thank Canada for Wayne Gretzky and Warren Moon as well. So thank you so much, as well as (laughs) we thank you for Dan Aykroyd. another incredible guest. We'll be right back here on Office Hours.
0: Thanks, you guys. Thanks, David.
1: Awesome. Thank Thanks, Dan. You. Thank you, Dan. You're incredible. Oh, so we need to get our toast. Make sure we get it in there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Perfect.
1: Awesome. Please, anything we can do, let us know. Congratulations on all your success.
0: Indeed. You guys are in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. we're at the
1: Wynn in the lobby. Uh, our new studios here for uh, this TV show and oh, our yeah. podcast. So anytime you're by, please let us know.
0: Well, I hope you get to the House of Blues there at the... Heck yeah. Uh, Mandalay,
1: you got it for sure. Well, I'm uh, with the law school in New Orleans, so spent too much time at New Orleans House of Blues, San Diego House of Blues, and this House of Blues.
0: (laughs) That was another great business I I was able to be involved with, with great people, and so happy. And you know, we have three, four thousand employees there now. Live Nation owns the company, but we stayed alive. Rainforest Cafe went away. Hard Rock Cafe went bankrupt. Planet Hollywood, we stayed alive. House of Blues, and Still there now.
1: I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll be there. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Take Bye. care. Take awesome.
2: care. Amazing guy. Yeah, that
1: was great. on to intro. Okay.